TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Stan Bunger. I'm Susan Lee Taylor. China is disclosing that it has 1,700 medical workers now infected with COVID-V, the Wuhan coronavirus. Six of them have died. As KCBS reporter Holly Kwan tells us, one Bay Area drug company is on the forefront of coming up with a treatment. Yeah, Susan, 1,700 workers is about 4% of China's overall infection numbers. Compare that to the SARS outbreak when 18% of healthcare workers got sick. Nonetheless, the -the round-the-clock care of patients coupled with the shortage of masks and gloves and gowns is problematic. Foster City-based Gilead Sciences is right now running one of the most high-profile trials involving COVID-19. Doctors used an antiviral drug first used to treat Ebola and injected it into the first confirmed U.S. patient. His symptoms improved within a day, so now Gilead is stepping up production, even though it's not a definitive cure. But it could help alleviate the chaos associated with the current quarantine method. Dr. Amesh Adeljum is with Johns Hopkins Center for Health Security. This is a virus that spreads through the respiratory route. It can can spread efficiently. It's more like a 2009 H1N1 event that wasn't able to be contained. And I think that's what we need to do is move from containment to mitigation. And, and stop focusing public health resources on, on unnecessary authoritarian measures and really get into trying to fortify our hospitals to be able to take care of these patients. Meanwhile, the last flight from SFO to mainland China for at least the next six weeks leaves tonight at 10.50. It's a 14-and-a-half-hour flight to Guangzhou. Holly Kwan, KCBS. Thanks, Holly. An unexpected impact of this virus outbreak. The lobster industry in California says exports are way down because of the virus. China's not buying as much because of a slowdown on imports. The resulting price hurting the fishermen, but restaurants and markets in California are hoping discounts on lobsters will boost business. Heads up, BART riders. You may soon have to dig deeper to pay for parking at stations. As KCBS reporter Matt Bigler tells us this morning from the Fruitvale BART station, the transit agency is considering raising parking fees to make more spaces av- to make more spaces available. Matt? Good morning, Susan. At most BART stations, it's just $3 to park all day. But the transit agency is considering doubling that at the most popular stations. That could be sticker shock for some commuters. How do you feel about this, raising the price for parking at BART? I think it just gets more and more costly per year. And it's hard for me to believe that BART doesn't have enough money. The goal is not just to raise revenue, but also make finding parking spaces easier at BART lots, many of which fill up by 8 in the morning on weekdays. But your, their goal is to have more spaces for parking, right. then yeah, I think they need that. Now, the BART board is considering several options for raising parking li- uh, parking rates. A final vote isn't expected until later this year. Matt Bigler, KCBS. Thanks, Matt. There's less crime on BART these days, and the agency's police department says that's because they've stepped up their patrols on trains. KCBS's Carrie Hudasek says officers have noticed a big improvement when it comes to cell phone thefts in particular. Many of us riding BART immediately pull out our cell phones during our commute, which can be an easy target for thieves because there's more co- 
cops on trains and platforms, Police Chief Ed Alvarez says those thefts have dropped. So that's why we, we deployed our train teams in the evenings for that reason, and it seems to be working. So that's something we're going to continue to monitor and look at, and if it works out, we're going to hopefully increase our presence even more so in the evenings. January numbers from this year show there were 46 cell phone thefts compared to 74 in January 2019. They're happening across the system, but mainly at the Balboa Park Station. Overall crime is down 18 percent, but he says that's no reason to get complacent. We're not declaring victory just yet, but we'll continue to work on it. Just because our, our stats are showing that it's going down, don't don't get complacent. You still got to keep your uh, your situation awareness up and make sure that you understand what's going on. Carrie Hudasek, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying play KCBS Radio.